In this Sicha, the Rebbe is speaking about the mitzvah called Hanukkah, giving gifts to a Jewish slave when he goes free. And the Sefer HaChinuch writes in regards to this mitzvah, that even though these days the mitzvah does not apply, because we don't have Yovel these days, we don't have the dinim of Eved Ivri these days, we could still, still learn out a lesson from it, that this is the decent and the right and moral thing to do, that if you hire a worker, when he finishes working for you, you should give him gifts from that which Hashem has blessed you with. The Minchas Chinuch who comments on the Chinuch says that the fact that you could learn out from the mitzvah of Hanukkah to a worker, to an employee these days, because this is the ethical, the right, the nice thing to do, only works according to one opinion of the Gemara. And that is that the mitzvah of Hanukkah applies to all slaves equally, whether a slave that was sold by Bastin or a slave that had sold himself into slavery. If it applies to all avodim, to all slaves, so then you could say that it's obviously because this is the nice thing to do, the ethical thing to do, and we apply it to a worker these days as well. However, according to the other opinion of the Gemara that says that Hanukkah only applies to an Eved that was sold by Bastin, because that's where the Pasuk says it, to give Hanukkah, to give these gifts, and the Pasuk says, Hanik Tanik Loi, you should give him gifts, which sounds like it's excluding someone else. So they say it's excluding a person that sold himself. So then clearly it's not just because of being nice, and being the nice and right thing to do, because then it should apply to all slaves. And if it's not, if that's not the reason, that we also wouldn't use it to apply to an employee these days. The Minchas Chinuch, however, has the following problem. Based on what we just said, this idea of Hanukkah, as the Chinuch puts it, that applies these, and we should use, do it these days as well, because that's the nice thing to do. Should, as we said, it should only apply if you say that, it, that Hanukkah applies to both types of slaves. The Rambam, however, clearly says it only applies to the slave that was sold by Bastin, not to the person that sold himself. Which then should follow that we shouldn't do Hanukkah these days. So the Chinuch seems to be then arguing with the Rambam, because the Chinuch says it does apply these days. And the Chinuch would have to seemingly go with the opinion that it applies to all the Avodim equally. Usually the Chinuch is not arguing with the Rambam, and that's where the Minchas Chinuch is having a difficulty over here. So in order to explain this, the Rebbe says that really the idea that the Pasuk is telling us a Chidush, that Hanukkah applies to the person who was sold by based and not to the person who sold himself, this could really be understood in two ways. One way of understanding it is that the concept of Hanukkah, of giving gifts, that is the Chidush. In other words, we wouldn't have said it by ourselves, so the Torah says it to us by the Mokhru, based by the person who was sold by Bastin, and we have a rule. If it's a chiddush, then we only, it's a novel idea, then we only apply it to where the Torah says it, and therefore it's only going to apply to the person who was sold by Bastin, not to the person who sold himself. And if that's the case, we also wouldn't use it for a worker these days. The other way of understanding what's going on here is the opposite. The chiddush that the Pasuk is telling you is that you don't give it to the person who sold himself. Not that you, the person who gets, who's, who's sold by Bastin gets the Hanukkah. In other words, the fact that a person should get gifts, that's, a, a, that's, that's the understandable thing. That's the given. The chidush is not to give it to the person who sold himself. If that's the case, since what are we speaking about? A person, an employee these days, which is clearly not in the category of a person that sold himself into slavery. So therefore, you could learn out from, from the, from the Hanukkah that it should apply even these days to a person who's working. So in other words, even according to the opinion, like the Rambam, 
that says it only works for a machru basin, not for a person that sold himself, but it's not that the Torah is telling you only machru basin. The Torah is just excluding a person that sold himself. So clearly a worker these days, who is not in that category, could get the Hanukkah, and therefore there's no contradiction anymore between the minchas chinuch, between the, sorry, between the, what the chinuch is saying, to give a worker gifts these days, to that which the Rambam says, that a person that sold himself into slavery doesn't get gifts. The Rebbe says these two ways of looking at it, Again, whether the chidush is that you give anyone gifts, or the chidush is that you don't give to the person who sold himself, is based on two different ways of understanding these gifts. One way of understanding the gift is that it's a sort of payment for the work. Now, if it's a payment for the work, technically you paid him already, whatever needs to be paid. So that's why we're saying it's a chidush from the Torah that... Nevertheless, a person that was sold by Basin, we give him this extra payment as well. And that's why we're not going to apply it to other cases. The other way of looking at it is that it's a, it's a concept of tzedakah. In other words, we're giving an extra recognition to the servant for what he had done. It's not a payment. And if that's the case, then, again, the natural thing is that we give it to everyone. For whatever reason, the Torah is saying that a person that sold himself does not get it. So now, where does the Rambam fit into this? Says the Rebbe, the Rambam would fit into the second way of understanding that it's a, that it's a way of tzedakah, and therefore it should apply to everyone unless the Torah clearly says that it doesn't. Why is the Rebbe saying that the Rambam would say it's part of tzedakah? Because the Rebbe says, when you look in the Sefer HaMitzvah, so the Rambam enumerates all the mitzvahs I say, where does the Rambam put this mitzvah of Hanukkah? Not amongst the mitzvahs of the Eved, but rather he puts it right after the mitzvah of tzedakah. And therefore, if he's putting it there, once again, it makes sense to say that the Rambam is viewing it that this is a natural thing that we need to do in all cases. This is the ethical thing, this is the nice way of acting. For whatever reason, the Torah excludes the person who sold himself, but definitely these days, we should be giving to a worker as well. Says the Rebbe, since now we can understand that this applies according to all opinions, the Rambam could also agree with this. Therefore, the Rebbe says, it's really worthwhile to publicize this Torah. People should pay attention to it. That if a person hires a worker, and then the time of the work is over, especially if you actually fired the person before the time is up, the Rebbe says, we're not speaking about a person that quit by himself, that's a different category, then there's no mitzvah of Hanukkah. But if a person was left off his job, whether it's because of redundancy, there weren't, there's, not, there's plenty of workers without him, or because the boss is not happy with his, with his work, there needs to be this idea of giving these extra bonuses, these extra gifts. And the Rebbe says, you can't just be yoitz. It's obvious. For the fact that you have to pay him for all his work, that goes without saying. Even the things that have been made up in advance, certain things that would come at the end of the job, obviously also you have to give. That's not a question. But the Rebbe is saying, in addition to all of this, because those wouldn't be considered tzedakah. So clearly you have to give an, uh, above and beyond all of that, that which could be considered an extra bonus, which would be like the idea of tzedakah that we're talking about. And clearly, says the Rebbe, this has nothing to do whether this person brought you success or not. If he brought you success, then, then clearly you have to give him more and more based on the brachas that Hashem gave you because of him. The Rebbe now applies all of this in Avoideruchnis. First, the Rebbe brings something that his father, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak, says in regards to the idea of an evadivri. The Rebbe's father says that an evadivri is functioning on the level of what's called moichin de katnus, a smaller level of intellectual capacity. When he goes out free, Hanukkah represents that he's now going to get moichin de gadlus, a much higher level of intellect. 
He connects this also with the three kinds of things that it's supposed to be given as Hanukkah, and they correspond to the three different levels of intellect. But the Rebbe applies this all in a practical way. The Rebbe says, master and servant could also be teacher, master and servant could also be a teacher and a student. And the Rebbe says the teacher has to know that you need to give the student Hanukkah, you need to give him these extra gifts. What does this mean? What this means is that a teacher cannot just suffice with teaching the, the student and just sufficing with that the, the topic that the student could relate to, but rather you have to give him those extra bonuses, those extra gifts, meaning that when he leaves, like the slave going out free, when the student is going to leave you, he will be able to reach those same highest levels of the Rav itself. And the Rebbe says, you might, a Rav might say, there's a certain kind of seichel that's relatable to the Talmud. I'll give him all of that. I'll, re- I'll review it with him. And I'll make sure he understands the depth of that topic as well. But he might say there are those things that are just completely beyond the seichel of the Talmud. Even the Rav himself would call it Moichen the Godless, that even for the Rav, these are very, very high and great levels. That maybe I don't have to give to the Talmud. So the mitzvah of Anaka is saying no. As a tzedakah, we have to give him, and you have to work with him till he reaches the highest levels that he's capable of reaching eventually. The highest levels, even of the Rav itself. The Rav himself. The Rebbe applies this also in the way we are makariv, we bring people closer to the Yiddish Kaitan Torah and Mitzvahs. A similar idea, a person could say, this person is only a beginner, isn't it going to be enough that I just teach him those things that he, what he's more shayach to? So the Torah says, no. If he's your Talmud, and a Talmud means even if he learned one word from you, one letter from you, you have to give him these extra bonuses, these extra gifts, you have to do with him in a way that he could eventually reach your own level in Yiddishkeit. The Rebbe says, through this Avoidah, like by the Avodah it says that he works for six years, on the seventh year he goes out, there's also the concept of the sixth millennium, the sixth millennia, and then there's the seventh, which is called Yom Shekul Shabbos, so through our Avoidah these days, we should be Zoycha that the Abishta will give us, in addition to all the payment for our work, also this Hanukkah, the bonuses, the greatest Giluyim, which is like a Tzedakah, completely not compared to all the work that we did, may it come, take it from Yad Mamash.